Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Sacrifice there, ladies and gentlemen. 
just like our, what, our, what our brave troops are doing overseas. We, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be sitting here talking about it here today. And in just a moment, ladies and gentlemen, I'm also going to play another tribute to those that we lost 16 years ago. But first, let's go ahead and run everything down like we always do. Here, of course, as we talk about our favorite topic of all time, professional wrestling. First off, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we'll have our wrestling news and views here segment by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGeralmo. Of course, J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WCWS Hall of Famer and also part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com and, of course, also a part of our other shows here in the radio network. Also on the chat box here tonight, bringing us the rest of history and birthdays here for today is our own human suitcase machine, John Gross. John is the first 2016 WCWS Hall of Famer and also... <clears throat> And also, of course, another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon. Uh, before I bring them, before I uh, go forward with it, with our program tonight, let's go ahead and bring JD and John in on what will be a very, as always, explosive and dynamic. But of course, a little bit of a little bit of a you no know, somber uh, this evening here. Of course, 385 of Revolution. Indeed. Yes. And, <clears throat> and of course, as all, and also, ladies and gentlemen, we have our live video feed coming to you tonight from our group dedicated to Ring of Honor, ROHUS, Honor of the Ring. And if you want to join us here tonight, like we do have someone on there right now, uh, joining us here through our live video feed, of course, uh, another 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, and, of course, a holder of multiple championships from our tribute title contest, Revolution Reborn. It is the last kicker herself, Miss Anne-Marie Rickenbach, and Anne, we welcome you on as well. Uh, if you want to join Anne and and also uh, us in listening there tonight and watching our live video feed from uh, ROHUS Honor of the Ring, please feel free to uh, join us here. That is uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ROHUS Wrestling Honor. And if you want to join us through the original method, of course, through TalkShoe.com, the phone number, as always, is 1724-444-7444. Call ID, the magic six number is 138055-POUND, and press that one if you want to talk If you want to talk to us here <clears throat> here tonight, which, of course, we'll be sharing uh, our wrestling news and views and also our history and birthdays. Also, of course, uh, we will have a lot to talk about here about what, happened, what took place on on the Monday, on last night's edition of Monday Night Raw, uh, <clears throat> as as well as of course we'll have a few little wrestling extras coming your way here as well. Uh, before I turn JD loose on the news here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you heard, the song of course uh, was written uh, around the time of 9/11. Was written, of course, by legendary country singer Alan Jackson. Uh, terrific song and all that, and you have to kind of look at that and 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 think about. You know, you know, it's simply asking the question here. You know, what, where were you when that happened? I mean, that's basically what what the song is all talking about. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to play a little something else here. And I know normally this is like for military honors, but you got to also keep in mind that a lot of these people 
you know, took charge, did their very best to take charge of this, of, of you know, this situation, all that, and all that, and you cannot deny the fact that they they played a part in, you know, in doing they what they could, cannot doing what they can to not only save themselves, but to save so many other people, of course, especially those, you know, on the planes that went into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon, also that field up in uh, Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Uh, they're all heroes. I would think, I mean, truthfully, honestly, all heroes indeed. And so as a fitting tribute, I ask J.D. and John to join me in a moment of silence while I play this honorable tune in honor of the heroes of September 11th, 2001. fitting tribute to those we lost 16 years ago. Of course, it was yesterday, but each and every day, we never forget them at all whatsoever. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and go on to our wrestling news and music segment here tonight, which, of course, will be conducted by uh, Hall of, uh, our Hall of Fame news tag team, King Ice. Of course, the Iceman, J.D., Jared E. Geraldo, bringing it here to us this evening. J.D., please go ahead and proceed. Well, apparently the NXT TV tapings will be postponed one day this week, however, as they were supposed to be, I believe, originally taped tomorrow night, however. Instead, now, will be pushed back to Thursday, however, due to the tropical storm Irma, however. So, uh, those of you, however, who are wondering if they will be taping the show tomorrow, instead, they will be pushed to Thursday. Meanwhile, however, tonight in Las Vegas, however, at the Thomas and Mack Center, which is where the University of Nevada, Las Vegas is, however, mind you, however, and they are currently, they are currently, of course, ho- are hosting SmackDown, as well as the final of the Mae Young Classic. Following the thing, however, mind you, however, also, in addition to that, however, they will be hosting, of course, 205 Live later tonight, however. One of the matches that has been listed, of course, for the show tonight includes TJP taking on Rich Swan while on SmackDown. We have three exciting matches, plus the return of Vince McMahon, as we talked about last week, and pretty much all of last week. AJ Styles will be taking on the Perfect Ten Ty Dillinger for the U.S. Championship. The Usos will be taking on the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team titles in the Las Vegas Street Fight. And Natalya will be taking on Naomi for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Meanwhile, also tonight, however, it has been reported that I believe Ronda Rousey has been seen in Las Vegas and could be shown up at the Mae Young Classic tonight, however, but nothing has been confirmed as of yet. 
of course, the Raw ratings will be delayed a little bit this week because of, uh, obviously, however, the weather issues, however, mind you, however, have happened in Florida. So we will definitely have to keep an eye on that and let you know. Uh, as far as anything else goes, we have not heard yet, however, but we will keep you up to date if we hear anything else. Thank you very much here, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King W.O. Duarte Smith, is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news as fits print. And if it doesn't fit, you always find a way to make it fit. And in GTS's case, he always has the best way possible, and that is super glue and duct tape. You cannot, by any stretch of the imagination, beat that combination. Indeed. Let's go ahead and see what John has in terms of the rest of the history here for today, September the 12th. 35 years ago today, which would put it at 1982, the team of Sergeant Slaughter and Don Kernodal are awarded the NWA World Tag Team Championship. The spin is they defeated Giant Baba and Antonio Inoki in a tournament final, but it's about as true as Pat Patterson and Rio in 1979. The story, the actual story is they won the belts on somebody after Ole Anderson and Stan Hansen split up. 28 years ago here today, I do believe that would be 1989, yes. NWA presented Clash of the Champions 8, Fall Brawl 89, from the Carolina Coliseum in Columbia, South Carolina. The show which did a... I'm sorry, J.D. No, I didn't say anything. No, you're good. The show which did a solid 4.7 rating with 2.4 million homes watching was noted for the post-match angle. Terry Funk tied a plastic bag around Ric Flair's head as he, as he beat on his rival with a cast. Funk had a staph infection removed as a result, forcing him to miss the event. This looks like Terry Funk, more or, or less, tried to kill Flair. After many phone calls regarding this angle, Funk issued an apology the next week. We have a somber moment here, ladies and gentlemen, to report here in our history tonight. 26 years ago today, which was put it at, I do believe, 1991, yes, Chris Atkinson, also known as Chris Von Erich, committed suicide via a single gunshot wound to the head at the age of 21 years old. He did odd jobs for WCCW and worked the cameras and made his pro, res- pro debut in June 1990, but he faced a number of challenges. Like his brothers, he had drug abuse, but... Chris had bones so brittle they could break on the simplest of maneuvers. He was only five foot five and 160 pounds, and his lone feud was with Paul Bearer of WWE fame at first when it became USWA. The depression actually set in young Chris's mind, not just because of his career outlook, but he was heartbroken over the suicide of his brother Mike four years earlier. Chris shot himself in the head less than three weeks before his 22nd birthday, and he was the third Von Erich in less than a decade, two of them via suicide. Eighteen years ago today, which would put it, I do believe, uh, yes, 1999, WCW presented Fall Brawl, and I do know this place all too well, the Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, not too far away from these nights. 7,491 7, were in attendance with a million of 135,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Less than half that number of buys for the previous year 
275,000 for Fall Brawl 1998, and more than 100,000 less than Road Wild the previous month. The pay-per-view is noted for two things. Listen carefully. It's the last pay-per-view of the Eric Bischoff era, and it is the first Fall Brawl since the event went to pay-per-view that did not feature a War Games match. That is very... That is very interesting here indeed. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, forgive me here, but for some odd reason we lost our video feed. Uh, stand by on this for just one for just one second. I'll have to uh, I'll have to uh, like I said, try this again. Yeah, well. Stand by here, and uh, and I may not, we may probably not gotten a whole, we might not be get all the history here, but stand by here, and then we go ahead and see what we can do here. And if we can't get it working, then we will forego a live video feed here uh, tonight. I apologize for that. Uh, for that, uh, I think we, whenever you post too many of these, I think that's what is, is going on. That the that the group page apparently cannot hold um, that many vids at the same time. I don't. I, I'm not sure, but so we'll try this one more time, and we'll see how this works out. Okay. All right. We'll see how that works for the time being. All right. I'll go ahead and rewind it back to here to, uh, to of course, eight, like I said, 18 years ago, 1999, WCW presented Fall Brawl from the Lawrenceville Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Like I said, not too far from my neck of the woods. 7,491 were in attendance with a million of, of 135,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Less than half that number of buys for the previous previous year, 275,000 for Fall Brawl 1998, and more than 100,000 less than Road Wild the previous month. The pay-per-view is noted for two things. It's the last pay-per-view of the Eric Bischoff era, and it's the first Fall Brawl since the event went to pay-per-view that did not feature a War Games match. There were three title changes, however. Harlem Heat defeated the West Texas Rednecks to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. The win made Harlem Heat the WCW Tag Champions for a record ninth time. Sid Vicious defeated Chris Benoit to win the WCW United States title, and Sting defeated Hulk Hogan to win the WCW World Heavyweight title. This win, The win gave Sting his sixth and final WCW World title, and also the first time Sting turned heel since 1987. Fourteen years ago today, which would put it at 2003. Uh, yes, WWE presented SmackDown from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. There was there were not one, not two, but three surprises on tap. The first one was Brock Lesnar taking on Hardcore Holly. Brock hit a botched powerbomb on Hardcore Holly, breaking his neck in the process. Holly had surgery on his neck. 
but would return to the would return in fall the fall of 2003 to try to get his revenge on Brock Lesnar. He would return to the ring for the first time at Survivor Series, where he teamed up with Bradshaw, John Cena, Chris Benoit, and Kurt Angle to take on Brock Lesnar, A Train, Big Show, Matt Morgan, and Nathan Jones. But Holly was first disqualified because of his attack on Brock Lesnar. Holly and Lesnar would wrestle one on one at the 2004 Royal Rumble, just 16 months after the botched attack. It was for the WWE title, in which Lesnar was able to retain. Also, Matt Hardy scored a big win over The Undertaker in the main event by countdown after Undertaker was distracted by Brock and also Paul Heyman. Confronting, the, of course, Brock and Paul Heyman was confronting The Undertaker's then-wife, Sarah. This was Sarah's first WWE appearance since August of 2001, but her last ever appearance, Taker and Sarah would divorce in 2007, with Undertaker, of course, now married to Michelle McCool. But the biggest flare of them all was the wedding ceremony between Billy and Chuck. <laughs> but, of course, the wedding ceremony was interrupted. First, it was the Godfather that arrived with ten ladies. The Godfather had not been on SmackDown since June of 2002. That's this when, that then when Billy and, Trucks, Billy and Chuck Billy and Truck, <laughs> said their vows, they stopped and announced that they weren't gay. They told Rico that it was supposed to be a publicity stunt. And after the priest announced that it didn't matter if Billy and Chuck's bond would last 50 years, 16 months, or three minutes, then all of a sudden, uh, let's see, uh, give me just a second here. The priest's voice all of a sudden changed to Raw, Raw's own Eric Bischoff as he invaded SmackDown, but this time did not come out alone as he brought his goons, Jamal and Rosie, to interrupt the ceremony attacking both Billy, Chuck, and Stephanie McMahon. As a result, Rico was traded to Monday Night Raw and managed both Jamal and Rosie. Thirteen years ago today, which put it at 2004, WWE presented Unforgiven from the Rose Garden in Portland, Oregon. 10,000 were in attendance with 239,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's down from 360,000 buys for the 03 edition. There, were only, there was only two title changes. Chris Jericho defeated Christian in a ladder match to win the vacated Intercontinental title. And while the Intercontinental title was vacated, the current reigning Intercontinental champion at the time was Edge, but had to vacate it due to an injury. And Shawn Michaels made his return to the ring by getting his redemption by defeating Kane in a no-DQ match. <clears throat> HBK's three-month return to the ring since June of 2004 when he took on Triple H in a Hell in a Cell match at Bad Blood. And speaking of Triple H, Triple H defeated Randy Orton to regain the World Heavyweight title for the ninth time. Eleven years ago today, we put it at 2006, the unthinkable happened. ECW debuted in Madison Square Garden. In the show's main event, Big Show defeated Sabu to retain the ECW title in an Extreme Rules match. Seven years ago today, we put it at 2010, Matt Hardy was taken off the latest WWE European tour with the company citing his physical condition as a concern. The show's more or less burned Matt's bridge with WWE as soon after he posted videos expressing his disinterest in the product. A month later, Hardy asked and was granted his release. But old, old wounds healed at WrestleMania 33 
when both Matt and Jeff made their return to the WWE. We all remember that this year. Six years ago today, we put it at 2011. On Monday Night Raw, Brett the Hitman Hart made another return to the Raw ring, teaming up with John Cena as they defeated Alberto Del Rio and Ricardo Rodriguez. Later on that night, Cena, Punk, and Triple H had a pipe bomb confrontation just six days before their match at Night of Champions. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me see. Here. Give me a second here. Let me pull this up. Uh, John's saying here today, today is a happy 57th birthday to one half of the Legion of Doom, Road Warrior Animal. He grew up in Minnesota, having to work for a living from a very early age, attending Iron Barrel High School because of his size and love of powerlifting. He became an imposing figure and a very effective bouncer. He worked as a bouncer at Grandma B's in the Twin Cities, catching the eye of Eddie Sharkey, a well-known wrestling trainer. Charlie thought, Sharkey thought that Lauren Nias and Mike Hegstrand, Richard Rude, and Barry Darso could make it big in professional wrestling and trained all four of them. He made his debut in November 1982, competing as the, the Road Warrior using a biker gimmick. After a few matches as a singles competitor, his life changed thanks to an idea by Paul Ellering. When Paul Ellering put together a stable of heels in GCW called the Legion of Doom, he was decided to put Laurinaitis together with Mike, with Mike Hegstrand and changed their names to Animal and Hulk, respectively. With that, the Road Warriors were born. They started out as biker gimmicks on the Road, of course, on the Road Warriors DVD, Animal felt like one of the village people. To look intimidating, the two shaved their heads into mohawks and wore dog collars, spiked shoulder pads, and face paint. The look and, and name were taken from the Road Warrior, helping to paint the two as no-mercy monsters. Their interview style was vicious, yet charismatic, and a bit humorous. The team was a, was a big hit revolutionizing the tag team scene um, with their power move. Let's see. Uh, no mercy attitudes. In Georgia, they became NWA national tag team champions four times before heading to bigger promotions. Their hard-hitting style, no-nonsense attitude, and winning ways made the Road Warriors beloved. They started to split their time between the AWA and the NWA. Leaving the AWA for big money contracts with the NWA, they won the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament and feuded with the Four Horsemen and the Russian team. During their run, they helped popularize the War Games match, the Scaffold match, and the Chicago Street Fight match. In 1988, they feuded with the Powers of Pain and where the Powers of Pain injured Animal's eye during a weightlifting competition. When Animal made his return, he wore a hockey goalie mask to protect his eye. The angle ended when the Powers of Pain left the NWA after finding out they were booked against the Road Warriors in a series of scaffold matches and did not want to get hurt by falling off the scaffold. Near the, near the end of 1988, they took the NWA World Tag Team Championship from the Midnight Express. After they were the uncrowned champions, the, Warrior, the Warriors' run was short-lived as Teddy Long used a fast count to cheat the World Warriors out of their titles. They left the NWA in December of 1990 due to personal conflicts with Jim Hurd. 
and after and afterwards they signed with the WWF and took and took on the Road Warrior Clones Demolition. At SummerSlam 1990, they cost Demolition the, t- the tag team titles against the Hart Foundation. They teamed with the Ultimate Warrior at Survivor Series 1990 to take on Mr. Perfect and Demolition with Warrior and the Legion of Doom winning, but the Warrior was the sole survivor. In August 1991, they beat the Nasty Boys at SummerSlam to win the tag team titles for the first time and held the titles for six months until February 1992, where they lost the titles to Ted DiBiase and IRS. They left the WWF only to return <clears throat> with Paul Ellering by their side, as well as a wooden ventriloquist dummy called Rocco. Both members of the LOD thought the Rocco gimmick was hokey and led the Hulk leaving the WWF following Summer Sam 1992, leading Animal to be on his own as a singles competitor and occasionally teaming up with Crush. But he injured his back in September 1992 and had to take a lengthy hiatus in October 1992, he was unable to wrestle, and he left the WWF. Hulk and Animal both came to WCW in 1993, and for the next couple of years, Lauren and I stayed out of the wrestling ring while Hegstrand competed all over, all over the rest of the world. In 1995, Lauren and I's back finally recovered enough for him to return to active competition. They reunited and signed a contract with WCW, but could not win the tag team titles as he left WCW in June of 1996. They made a second return to the WWF in 1997, where they made their first appearance in February 1997 on Monday Night Raw to take on the Headbangers. They also aided the Undertaker later on in the show to fight the Nation of Domination off. At WrestleMania 13, they teamed with Ahmed Johnson to defeat the Nation of Domination in a street fight match. They also took part in the Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Hart Foundation feud siding with Austin against the Hearts on July 7th, 1997. Excuse me. They teamed up with Stone Cold, Goldust, and Ken Shamrock to take on the Hart Foundation in a 10-man tag team match in where the Hart Foundation won. In October, they won the tag team titles against the Godwins, only to lose them to the New Age Outlaws the next month. After several unsuccessful attempts, they returned to the WWF in 1998 as Legion of Doom 2000 with manager Sonny, but did not stay with the team for long. But at the same time, uh, Paul Ellering returned but sided with DOA, whom LOD was feuding with at the time. In 1998, they were involved in the most controversial angle, playing off Hegstrand's real-life drug and alcohol problems. Hawk was drunk or unable to perform on TV as he proved more erratic and unreliable. A third LOD member named Puke, was introduced to the team with Animal while Hawk dealt with his issues. The storyline ended with Draws with had been the enabler of Hawk's problems, uh, exploiting him to take Hawk's place in, in the team. During the same when Hawk was seen to have fallen off the Titantron, but neither Hegstrand or Lauren Nias approved of the WWE exploiting Hegstrand's personal problems, causing him to leave the WWF in 1999. In 2001, Animal landed the WCW as an enforcer of the stable known as the Magnificent Seven with the objective to, pr- to protect WCW world champion Scott Steiner. The split up shortly after Vincent Man had purchased WCW. Animal's contract was not one of the contracts that the WWF picked up. In late 2002 and early 2003, the Road Warriors reunited and opposed Vince Russo's faction, Sports and 
the Sports Entertainment Extreme. They only wrestled one actual match for one promotion. They returned to the WWF in May, of, May 12, 2003, when they took on Kane and Rob Van Dam for the tag team titles. But although they came up short in their attempt to become three-time champions, was third that Hawk had beaten the Demons that had once kept them from competing. The Road Warriors had high hopes of returning to WWF or WWE, but on October 19, 2003, Michael Hextrand died. But Amel would eventually return to the WWE in 2005 to team with Heidenreich and defeat MNM to win the tag team titles at the Great American Bash. I think we're, I'm waiting on a little bit more here. Let's see. Heinrich adopted the LOD shoulder pads, face paint, and mohawk haircut, but it came to an end with Heinrich being released. January 2006, <clears throat> Heinrich being released in January 2006. In March, he turned heel for the second time in his career, attacking Matt Hardy and became simply known as the Road Warrior. In June 2006, he was released from his WWE contract, but one year later he turned up on TNA to team with Rick Steiner to take on the Dudley Boys for a one-night appearance. In 2011, both the World Warriors found their place in the WWE Hall of Fame with Animal speaking about his induction. He also returned to SmackDown in July 2012 to take on Heath Slater in honor of Raw's 1000th episode. He squashed Slater. And then reappeared on the actual 1000th episode on July 22nd when he, Sid, Vader, Farouk, Bob Backlund, Doink the Clown, Sergeant Slaughter, Roddy Piper, and the Acolytes all helped Lita defeat Heath Slater. December 2016, he also appeared on the the final deletion segment as a as a guest appearance. And Jonathan, that's all he's got for the history and birthdays here today. But happy 57th birthday to Road Warrior Animal today. Very good. John, thank you very much here for the history and birthdays here for today. And J.D., thank you very much for the news and views here for this evening. And one thing I will say, this is not wrestling late, but I can tell you right now, however, as of now, I think it's not been confirmed yet, but I will definitely have to double-check to be sure. Congratulations to the Cleveland Indians tonight, who have now won 20 games in a row. Wow. I mean, they are the hottest, they've been the hottest team in baseball the last three weeks, and they continue to smoke through everybody. And I believe tonight they extended that streak to 20 in a row. Congratulations there, of course, to Major League in fact, yes, they, in fact, it is now final. Yes, they have now won 20. 
My goodness. Congratulations to the to Major League Baseball team, the Cleveland Indians, on their 20th win in a row. Congratulations, indeed. 1724-444-7444. Call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 385 of the Mothership Broadcast, WSWS Revolution. This is, of course, Tuesday, September 12th, 2017. I'm, of course, Mr. WSWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you, alongside the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGiraldo, and the Human Supports Machine, John Gross. Of course, both members of the Raw Radio Broadcast team. Of course, you can hear that every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 Hall of Famer. While John is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. And one other thing I will say real quick, though, I mean, I know we used to talk about it on Wednesday, but tonight we can now say there are new tag team champions. Uh, Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. The New Day captured the gold again tonight, apparently, in Sin City. Yes. And we'll talk more about that here, of course, during our review of uh, SmackDown Live here on the Wednesday edition of Revolution here tomorrow night. So let's go ahead and get right into our uh, our talk and thoughts and opinions on uh, last night's Monday Night Raw, which of course, <clears throat> of course, it was of course it was first off. Uh, I can say that it did start out with a very fitting. I did actually see this on YouTube that uh, they did a very fitting tribute to uh, to. To those affected by the September 11th tragedy, uh, uh, I do commend them for that and all. But, but like I said, JD and John have another thought and have have their own thoughts and opinions as to what took place last night. Uh, gentlemen, which one of you would like to go first? I want to let, in this case, as I always do, John go first. And before we do one last piece of news, we can report how our Big Show will be undergoing hip surgery, apparently, on September 29th, however, to have his hip resurfaced after what had happened last week. The last so, so the last Friday of uh, this month, he'll be having surgery. Yeah, two weeks from this coming Friday. Okay, well, thank you very much, Sir J.D., for bringing that to our attention. Uh, and we wish the Big Show a very speedy recovery. Okay, uh, JD has said that has opted for John to go ahead and uh, give his thoughts, and he's already doing that. So let's go ahead and read what he has up here so far. So John says, "All right, we kick off Raw with the 9/11 tribute." John says it was he he thinks it was pretty much well needed, knowing that all of the people lost their lives, and of course that led us to the wrestling match between Roman Reigns and Jason Jordan, which was okay. Jordan had a better match than I've seen it last week. But this one was a little stale. Of course, Reigns gets the win, and we have a Cena-Reigns third promo with Cena attacking Reigns again. And Reigns talking about how he has somebody in Hollywood that could help Cena out, referring to The Rock. Okay. Yeah. Emma and Sasha Banks, how many times have we got to hear Emma say she started the women's revolution? But was glad, Johnson was he was glad that Sasha shut her up. Came in and Brock then talked about Brock's No Mercy match with Braun Strowman. Strowman comes out and the brawl is on. Brock hit the German suplex, but Strowman no no sells the freaking thing. Any anyone that Brock hits the German hits a German suplex with, they go down, but not Strowman. Strowman fights back. Let's see here, and is able to get in a choke slam, followed up by a running power slam for Brock. John says he's been saying this for the past few weeks. Strowman. 
Strowman's been having Brock's number, and granted, Strowman thinks that in his mind that he can beat Brock at no mercy for the universal title. John says, try as he might, but Strowman should know that Brock's faced tougher men and bigger guys, and Brock's chopped them all down the sides. That I can definitely agree with. Yes. I think Brock kind of proved that also at SummerSlam. I think a lot of people actually have said that. John says, also a pretty nice nod with the commentators talking about the hurricanes that have been happening. and see what else John puts up here on the okay uh, let's see Actually, then Goldust taking on Bray Wyatt with Goldust being a heel. John says he just don't get it. A few months ago, he turned on our truth and he's back as a heel. But anyway, this was an okay match, but Wyatt completely squashes Goldust. Ooh. And tries to get rid of the face paint, and Finn Balor shows up and stops Wyatt. The tag match with Sheamus and Cesaro. Against the club never happens because Ambrose and Rollins talk trash on commentary. And it leads. To a big three-way brawl. Ambrose and Rollins say they want a match with all four. Ambrose is joke was hilarious wanting to have Mickey Mouse and Batman as their partners, but Mickey Mouse and Batman don't wrestle in WWE, so Ambrose and Rollins are going to have to find someone else. And Kurt makes a joke and says that Batman could have, could make a tag team, could make a, a tag team partner. Speaking of Kurt, we found we finally was talking about it. Asuka is now officially heading to Raw. The Raw Raw Women's Division is about to get even better. And no disrespect to the SmackDown Women's Division, but John thinks that they are eating a slice of humble pie right about now. Elias gets the win over Kalisto, but not before Batmouth in California like he always does whenever the WWE is live. <laughs> Batmouth in California. Hmm. And then Gordon Johnson, here's the next main event, John Cena versus Braun Strowman. 
first time ever. Cena gets the win by DQ when Strowman hits him with the steel steps. And just like Brock Lesnar, he takes out Cena with the running power slam on the steel steps. The two world champions down in one night by Braun Strowman. John said he is happy for Miz and Maurice having their first child, but still their attitude sucks. Enzo comes out and ruins the celebration. Yes, Tom, we know you're the baby's daddy. That leads us to a match between the two. Enzo wins by DQ after Enzo talks, trash talks Miz, and then the Mr. Raj beats him down. You can tell in JD's voice here, ladies and gentlemen, he is uh, fired up. Hmm. And angry. And then the big eight-man tab match with Ambrose, Rollins, and the Hardys, delightfully delightful against Cesaro, Sheamus, and the club. It was a nice main event from start to finish with Ambrose Rollins and the Hardys win over Seamus Cesaro and the club. John, anything else to add? John says all before his raw review. And he John is very now very, very excited to see what J D is going to say because he doesn't want to wait too long. He is ready. Everyone and John's asking, Y'all ready for this J D rant? Hey, who did that? Okay, watch that. Okay, I think I think I think the the crowd has spoken. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we are now ready to hear, of course, our another review of last night's Monday Night Raw, and of course, John's telling the guys in the background to calm down. I don't think they'll be able to after they hear what JD has to say. <laughs> so, uh, let's go ahead and hear. The ice stand is ready to uh, melt the ice, as as they say. Uh, so let's go right ahead here. What do you have to say, J.D.? Go ahead. Go for it. All right. As you know, it was a very special but a very unique Raw live from Anaheim, California last night on 9-11. Uh, the beginning of the show, however, I thought it was very classy by WWE to pay a moment of silence in tribute to the victims of 9-11. What I did not find cool is that after what has happened the last few weeks with Hurricane Harvey, 
with Hurricane Irma, however, and especially with 9-11, they did not pay tribute to any of those victims at all. I thought it was absolutely, in a word, classless. Absolutely classless and arrogant and narcissistic, if you ask me. If they were smart, they should have done, like we did on Raw Radio yesterday, not only a moment of silence, but a ten-bell salute to all those people who have lost their lives, however... However, during these horrifying ordeals of Harvey, Irma, and that fateful day, however. But what does WWE do? They just do a moment of silence, however, for the 9-11 thing, which was good. That's fine. But that's it. If you ask me, it was bullshit. It was total, total bullshit, in my opinion. And absolutely, just, it should have been more. I think it was totally gutless and spineless and heartless by the company in every sense of the word. Which leads me to the beginning of the show. The Roman Empire versus Kurt Angle's illegitimate son, Mr. Jason Jordan. Last week, we see John Cena and Jason Jordan have a pretty decent, somewhat entertaining match. And, of course, this week we get the same thing, however, again. Only this time, it's everyone's favorite so-called big dog, Roman effing Reigns. Of course. And what happens? Roman Reigns ends up winning here. And then what happens afterward, however? Well, once again, we have to have Big Match John run his yap, if you will, with the big dog, however... And find a way to shoot from the hip, however. Once again, however, making fun of him. Calling him, basically, however, anything and everything. Now, the thing that I thought was very interesting, however, is especially what happened at the end, however. When he said, however, to Roman, the fact is, Roman said to him, the fact is, you need WWE because you can't break into Hollywood. Now, I thought Cena's remark when he said afterward, however, he would tell, he told Roman to consider him like a drug test, saying, you ain't getting past me. Now, I don't know if Cena was given permission by Roman to say that directly, however, or if Cena decided to wing it on his own without telling Roman and anyone in the back that he was going to cut that pipe bomb on Roman, however. But once again... It seems like they continue to shoot every week from the hip without pulling any punches, however, and are going right for the throat, however, and tearing each other, basically new ones, by continuing to do the same old thing while upping it one one step at a time. I think it's going to be very interesting to see what is going to happen on the Go Home show next week when they return from Australia and New Zealand, however, in San Jose, however, which is where Raw will be next Monday night. That being said, however, like I said, I thought it was very interesting to hear Cena take a jab at that. Next, of course, we have Sasha Banks taking on Emma. And, of course, once again, who shows up, however, to join the commentary team of Cole, Graves, and Booker, but the five-foot blonde goddess herself, Little Miss Bitch Bliss herself, the Harley Quinn of the WWE, and, of course, the monster Nia Jax. As a result, Sasha ends up beating Emma, however, and making a statement, however, and beating her in seven minutes. I've said it before, I'll say it again, however, I am tired of Emma, 
I wish they would get rid of her. She's an absolute waste of space, however, and I hope they really show her the door very, very soon. Because I think, come no mercy, however, I'm hoping, and I'm saying it right now, and I will say it again next week, however, when I make my predictions, however, and also on Raw Radio Monday, however, I hope that they show her the door after no mercy. She is continuing to be the biggest, total, narcissistic, arrogant prig in the entire company. When I say prig, she thinks she's all that and then some. She's not. She's a total tool. She is a waste of time. She can't talk. She can't wrestle. She thinks she's all that just because she has great ability. Well, guess what, Emma? It's going to be coming back to bite you in the tuchus because come no mercy, there will be no mercy put upon you. Believe me. You're going to be finding yourself pretty much out on the unemployment line soon, I feel. Because even though you think you're so great and you started the women's revolution, you didn't. Okay? You didn't. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You've had people like Sasha, Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, and others start the division. You just think you're all that because you have this attitude, however, that you're so great beyond anybody. Has it worked for you in the last few years? As I've said before, if memory serves me, no, it hasn't. You figured, oh, I'm going to change my gimmick to Emelina, and I'm going to be so great, however, mind you, and I'm going to be the greatest diva ever. And how long did that happen? Hmm, Oh, that's right. For six months, we had it shoved down our freaking throat every week for six whole months. And then when you came back, you were on TV for what? Not even five minutes the night you were supposed to return to that gimmick. And you got wasted because management didn't have anything for you to do. And then you cried about it like a little bitch and said, oh, this isn't me. I should go back to what I was doing before. And that's being Emma. Well, how long did that last, Emma? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that lasted all about a week, however, because you got hurt again, however, and you were out two more months, however, before you came back and developed this new attitude, badass streak wearing the gothic makeup and the sunglasses, still thinking you're little Miss uh, Wonder, one-hit wonder. That's what you are, Emma, a one-hit wonder. And I'm surprised right now management and Vince McMahon are still holding on to you this long, because I have a feeling come very soon you're going to be finding yourself on the outside looking in when a particular diva comes to the Monday Night Raw roster, which I will talk about in just a few minutes. Next, we go to Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, and Braun Strowman. I'll tell you what, I said it before, I'll say it again. I mean, as much as I love Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman, I think they are in big, big, big trouble in a few weeks in Los Angeles. I really do. I think Braun Strowman is here not to play games. He's not here to be liked. He's not here to be cheered and admired. He's in there to kick ass and take names. And I hate to say this. If Michelle was on right now and Gerard would be on, I'd say the same thing I'm saying right now. I think Brock Lesnar better think twice before going into battle with Braun Strowman next Sunday. Because I'll tell you right now, if he thinks this is going to be an easy-peasy match, it's not going to be. And I hate to say this, and I'm going to say it right now on record. I think Braun Strowman is going to leave Los Angeles with that title. I really do. I think it's going to be scary once he wins that belt from Lesnar. And we are in for possibly the biggest baby reign 
since maybe Brock had it uh, for a good while, however, at one time for quite a while. I think Braun's going to hold that belt as long as he can. And I think Braun as champion, however, is going to serve a nose to the locker room that this is a guy you don't want to mess around with. You saw what he did when he threw the German suplex last night on Brock, however. He popped back up, and Brock and Paul Heyman had their hands over the face, like, you know, they're saying, oh, shit, how can we chop this guy down? How can we slow him down? To say it every week, however, like uh, Corey Graves and them, however, do, however, along when Booker and uh, Cole say the same thing every week, how do you stop Brock Lesnar? Corey Graves has the answer, and I'm going to say the same thing Corey Graves always says. You can't stop this guy. This guy is a wrecking machine. And this guy is here going to, like I said, it's going to hurt you and hurt you bad. And I think Brock Lesnar is in possibly in, going to be way over his head come no mercy because I think Braun will show no mercy on Brock. And like I said, he is going to leave L.A. with that title. Now, to Bray Wyatt and Goldust. They haven't done anything with Goldust for a while, however, and then he thought they had something going with him after the whole R2 thing, but they've kind of pissed all over that. I think it's time for Goldie to finally hang it up. He's had a great career. He's had a great run. I think it's time to just sail off into the sunset. As far as Bray goes, however, I hope they start to get behind him after this whole Finn Bauer feud, because they really haven't done much with him this year. He's had a rough year. I wouldn't say a rough year, but he's had a somewhat not a great year, let's just say, like Randy Orton. So if Bray wants to start all over again and begin finish the year off strong, I'm all for it, but I hope they do something right with him, because if not, however, he's going to have to have a better year than he did next year than this year, because this year has not been a really solid year, in my opinion, for Bray. Up next, we have Elias versus Kalisto. Um, Kalisto, I mean, I think it's time to send him over to 205 Live. I don't think they've done much with him at all. They continue to hold on to him by the skin of their teeth, however, and I think he would be beneficial to do something over on 205 Live with guys like Swan, Neville, TJP, Metalik, Gulak, the whole division. Now, as far as Elias goes, however, I'm still not warming up to this guy. I'm just tired of him every week with his same old catchphrase, Who wants to walk with Elias? Here's an idea, Elias. No one, okay? No one wants to walk with you. Because you are a douchebag. A douchebag is what you are, my friend. And unless you change your gimmick and change it soon, how you're just going to continue to be a whiny little douchebag, if you ask me. Now, getting back to the women's for just a minute, however, before we continue on, we saw for you that Oscar will be coming to Raw. So, as I said before with the women's division, however, here's where I lay about that. If Nia Jax ends up winning the title, which I think she will at no mercy, however, she better watch out because Oscar's going to be coming in there, hopefully ready to go from the board start. And as far as Alexa Bliss and the other Divas, whether it's Bailey, whoever else they have, however, like Mickey James and whatnot, however, they better be on their toes because Oscar's not here to play games either. She's going to go in there and she is going to give you everything she has and then something. This is a girl who is the longest women's champion in NXT history over 500-plus days and did not lose it on any matches whatsoever, but only lost it due to an injury. So if Little Miss Bliss thinks she's going to be so perky and happy and smiley and thinks she's going to get her own way by no one saying that no one's better her, she better think twice because right now Oscar or Nia Jax is going to show you a thing or two, Little Miss Bliss. And like I said, I think come 
Uh, no mercy, however. Nia's going to take your little title, however, and show that she is going to hold that title for at least for a little while until Asuka is ready to take it off her, whatever that may be. Now, speaking of Alexa and Nia, we're going to see those two fight each other next week, however, in San Jose. Now, let's go on to John Cena and Braun Strowman. This was pretty good. Again, Braun Strowman showed how powerful and tough he was, obviously, but I did not like the ending. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, up next, of course, we then, of course, go to, however, uh, the uh, I'll talk about the main event before I talk about my main point of the night, however. The Dean Ambrose-Rollins-Hardy affair versus Sheamus is on the club was good. I mean, it was probably the better one, of the only match that was really decent on the entire night. However, however, uh, I'm wondering now if this is going to turn into a triple threat, maybe at No Mercy. I mean, there's already talk. We know that Rollins and uh, Seth are going to take on Sheamus and Zara, the Bar Boys. But the question is now: Could we see this turn into a triple threat or a fatal foray by including the Hardys in the club? Maybe, maybe not. We'll have to wait and see. First off, I don't want to see the Hardys back in the tag team title scene. I think they've had their nice run, however, I don't think it's worthy of putting them back in the tag team title scene whatsoever. So I don't think that's going to happen, but you never know. As far as Gallows and Anderson go, the club boys, and I know Gerard would say the same thing, however, I'm saying right now. They just continue time after time after time, and yes, oh yeah, time again to piss all over them. And they've been pissing all over them for the longest time. If I'm them right now, I am asking either Vince, Stephanie, or Hunter for my pink slip and mail me my check because I'm going back to Japan. Because right now they have done nothing, nothing with them in the last six months. They continue to be buried every week, which is a joke. They haven't had a good run with the titles which is even a bigger joke. So, unless you have something planned for the club before the year's out, however, just like uh, Emma, however, I would either ask my pink slip, or just ask my pink slip, however, or WWE should just give me my pink slip now. That way I can go back to Japan and make the bank that I was earning in Japan before I came to back to the States, however, and fought here. Because right now, you haven't done anything with them at all in the last six months. Now to my biggest rant, and I know John and everyone else has been waiting to hear what I have to say about this. Okay, you know I am not a Miz and Maurice supporter, and I have never been, and I never will be. I will say, however, I mean, I'm not going to say this, I mean, it's I've kind of made it hard to say this sarcastically, but I'm saying this in a positive way too. i got to congratulate them on hopefully being mom and dad. I will admit that. I mean, if it is true, and it seems like it is true, then I must say congrats to both of them. But I am tired of hearing them run their mouth week after week after week on how great and super they are. They're not. Okay? They are not. All they are is whiny, crying little bitches. And speaking of bitches, however... We know that Miz has to have his little flunkies with him, with his little French poodle dog wife at his side, however, in Mr. Dennis Hopper, Bo Dallas, 
And Mr. Greasy Oily Man himself, however, who basically knows how to slick his hair back at every week, it seems like, which has never changed, the Axe Man, Curtis Axel, who hasn't done much, along with Bo Dallas being in the Miz to Ross, except being the Miz's little bodyguard flunkies. But this is where I'm going to go off on. The whole Enzo thing. What he said last night, however, was absolutely, in a word, despicable and absolutely uncalled for. And I am surprised right now that WWE and management has not actually given Enzo his pink slip right now. I said this before tonight's show, however, in, uh, while we were offline, however, I'm going to say it here tonight, however. If I am the front office right now, I am telling Enzo a couple of things. First off, your matchup with Neville for no mercy in hoping to be the next so-called great cruiserweight champion is canceled. And two, here's your pink slip. Thanks for coming. You're out of here. Because I think Enzo continues week after week after week and after week to bury himself by just absolutely making a total a-hole of himself. I wasn't going to say the whole word, but I was just, I'm shortening it tonight to a-hole. What he said last night, like I said, with the whole Maurice thing was absolutely despicable, deplorable, and uncalled for. I mean, I will admit it was, if you want to call it a little bit funny, but I didn't find any humor in it. And like I said, however, the thing I thought, however... Like I said, the only thing that Miz did say that was right, however, in the promo, as much as, I, again, I don't like the man, he did bring up a point when he said that Enzo does not win the nose, shut his mouth, and that's why he was kicked off tour buses out of the locker room. But, like I said, however, the one thing Enzo did kind of hit the nail on the head, however, mind you, however, apparently, however, mind you, however, is that Miz continues to copy off people like Chris Jericho and Ric Flair. If Miz wouldn't do that, however, he would be a good wrestler. Not to say he's a bad wrestler. I'm not saying he is. But he continues to mock people like Jericho and Flair, who I'm sure were either idols to him or they uh, they were idols to the Miz. But whatever the case, however, Enzo was right about, again, one thing. And that is Miz is a paper champion. He's right. Why do I say that? Because what has he done since he won back that IC title? What has he proven with that IC title? Nothing. He hasn't defended it one time. Why? Because obviously he's afraid to do it and doesn't have the balls to do it because they're in Maurice's purse. And he has to have his greasy, oily boys, Dallas and Axel, save his ass whatever he can, because what happened two weeks ago? Oh, that's right. Jeff Hardy fought him, however, of course, and I mentioned this last week. Jeff Hardy fought him after Jeff Hardy won that title in the Battle Royal, but then we saw Hardy, Dallas, and Axel all being shoved out to the ring area, however, and of course, the only person who was allowed to stay, apparently, was Miss French Poodle Dog Maurice. Mrs. Wife, because apparently she didn't get involved. Or did she get involved? Let me think about that for a minute. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know if she was involved or not, but it looked like she tripped Jeff Hardy from what I saw on the replay, unless I'm proven wrong on that, however. And she basically had to have her, and she basically helped her husband steal a cheap victory over Jeff Hardy when it should have been Jeff Hardy having at least one up on Miz, however, on this night, however. And even though it wouldn't have been a, short, a long time reign, however, it would be nice to see Jeff win at least the IC belt for the fifth time, however, the week of his birthday, however, and maybe drop it back a few weeks there or whatever, just for not, not for a long time, but at least give Jeff Hardy a taste of the IC gold again. But no, because the Miz and his flunkies and his wife have their heads up Stephanie and apparently Triple H's ass all the time, Miz can do whatever he wants because he's Mr. Hollywood. He's Mr. Reality Star because he thinks he's so awesome. He's not awesome. Why don't you try to defend your belt against somebody, however, that'll give you a challenge instead of hiding under your wife's skirt all the time, Miz. Why don't you have your flunkies basically... Go back to what they were doing, and that's jobbing. Because what have they done with you except being your little bodyguards since you started the Mist Rush? Nothing. Nothing. Dallas continues to look like a moron every week in his uh, outfits, and Axel continues to be looking like a total greasy 80s hair boy, however, who basically however, belongs in a John Hughes movie. So, I gotta say this in conclusion. And I was being nice, however, up till now. And I've said this every, I usually say this every week. With football season starting now, Rob better put on a good show next Monday, going into No Mercy. You're going up against football and Dancing with the Stars. But if you don't get any better, however, and get better soon, Rob could be finished. And that would be a shame. But I'm telling you right now, they just continue to book the same old crap week after week, and it's not because it's not only because of Stephanie Hunter and Vince maybe, however, even though it might be a little bit of that, it is because of one person, and John knows the person I'm talking about, and that is the man who has been Vince McMahon's lieutenant in the writing stages for a long time, the guy who can't write worth a damn and continues to piss everyone off because he pushes the matches up and gives us weak-ass main events most of the time, and that is Kevin Dumbass Dunn. So, you better fire this guy or get rid of this guy soon, because if not, you're going to continue to hear more ranting. Not only from me, not only from John, but from every fan who have been fans a long time. So, either clean it up, or it's going to continue to get worse and worse. That's just it. First off, i got to say, wow. Second of all, I do thank you very much there, uh, J.D., for a very big-time rant here indeed. And while, J.D., while you were doing that, I will I could go ahead and tell you that someone was waiting, was standing by ever so patiently and all. Uh, as a matter of fact, they were looking for one person who couldn't find him, so that, that, particular, that particular, we'll say, insect came over to me and said, uh, and for, for first off, it said on there, JD has has quite a voice. Uh, <laughs> and second of all, uh, uh, <clears throat> and second of all, it was giving me the indication that we do finally have him on the line here tonight. The first 2015 WWUS Hall of Famer. She's also, of course, part of the team of the of of course uh, King Classy in the NWO Madness Kingdom. Of course, that brings you that WWUS Attitude Radio, Top Heel Inc., WWUS Wrestling Debate. 
and of course also WWS Women's Revolution and GFW Main Event. <clears throat> she is, of course, the Black Widow. She is also, of course, known as the First Lady of Professional Wrestling here. She is the M to the L to the D, the one, one and the only Miss Michelle Lindbad has now joined us on here Revolution tonight. Michelle, welcome to number 385 of the Mothership Revolution. Hello. How you doing, Michelle? Uh, All right. All right. Then, uh, Michelle, I do thank you for standing by and being very, very patient. <laughs> Uh, yes, indeed. Um, oh, I was biting my tongue. Don't I'm not gonna lie, I was biting it. <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I can understand. I do appreciate you being very, very patient with us here tonight. I've got to get your take uh, as well. Of course, John and of course, you heard JD just gave their thoughts about Raw. Do you have any thoughts or opinions about what happened last night? Oh, I have. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I do. I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. Um. First of all, JD. Yes. Dear. Yes. Uh, your comments about the Miz, you know that pisses me off like no tomorrow, as always. Yes. Uh, but that's okay because you know to each their own, whatever. But there are some things I will. Like I said earlier, there are some things I will give him props for. He did bring up some good points last night. There are some things I did agree with last night. I'm saying not a lot, but some I will. Like I said, I'm not. Bitter about him and Maurice having a baby. I congratulate them, and I think that's awesome. I will congratulate on him also shooting on Enzo like that because someone had to tell Enzo straight about that last night. Okay, but my point is, is that that segment of the Miz, and that's what I'm going to start out with because I I knew you were going to go off on a tangent about that. Yes. Is that the Miz on the mic is fucking golden? I don't give two shits what anybody says about that. That man can talk like no tomorrow. And the 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 promo that he cut against Enzo was appropriate, 100% start to finish. Agreed. I Someone, agree. just like you said, needed to shut him the hell up. Because yep. the shit with Enzo is old, and he needed to be put in his place. Yep. So kudos to them, and congratulations to them on they're you know they're having a baby. Agreed. It was an awesome, awesome segment as always. And as far as Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas go, I have to say something on that too. I I don't appreciate the cut down on Axel because that's Mr. Perfect's son. To me, that's you know that's sacred ground. You know, sacred person to me, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Sorry. They can't help that they're jobbers. This is the position that they put them in, basically. I guess you could say. They're part of the Miztourage. That's what they wanted to do, and it's it's working uh, to a certain degree. I guess it's working, um, but you know, you know, Curtis Axel is very touchy subject for me because you know, like I said, that's that's Kurt Henning's son. But um, uh, let's see, Roman and Cena once again, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful freaking segment. Uh, this heat between them two and these and these rivals and these promos are freaking amazing. I mean, like, you piss John Cena off, and he just, like, explodes, honestly. Uh, but very good segment between those two. It was great. Um, the Hardys and uh, Seth and Dean, and yeah, that shit's getting old for me a little bit, honestly. I can tell you that. 
they're going nowhere with the tag team division right now. <clears throat> it seems to me. It's all, okay, let's fight. Okay, let's jump each other's ass, blah, blah, blah. But there again, you say, what has Miz done with the title since he's got them? What has Seth and Dean done with them? Yes, they've defended them, sure. But, and as far as you saying the Hardy Boys, you know, don't need to be tag team champions and all this stuff again, I agree with to a certain point. But then again, on the back burner, it's those are legends right there. And I know that they're trying to put the younger talent over and all that, and that's great, as they should, as John Cena's trying to do as well. Um, tag team division, they need to they need to kick it up because it's getting kind of stale, it's getting kind of boring. The club, I you know, I, I love those guys, and I think they're an awesome tag team, but they are getting shit on, 100% getting shit on to no end. And they need to do something with them or – they should go somewhere else where they're going to be appreciated, where their talent's going to be utilized, because right now it's not. It really is. The last, I don't know, two months or so, whatever, they're not doing shit with them, and it's it's a little upsetting. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, great tag team. Uh, I think they have really developed, you know, their selves as a, a great tag team, and... I just, you know, I, I I don't know where they're going with the tag team division, but it's really going to shit. And I have nothing against Seth and Dean at all, because you know I love Seth Rollins. But there again, they're putting hit, but they're putting them in nothing but shit matches too. So you know, it's kind of tit for tat. Um, let's see what else. Elias Samson. I'm sorry, he does have a very shitty gimmick. I will say that number one. But, number two, the man can wrestle. He's underrated as shit. He is really good in the ring. He really has some good um, moves and all that stuff that he has been using. There, there, there again, he's very green around the edges because of his gimmick. But in ring, he's impressive to me. I think he's a good wrestler. I think he could really be something, but if they need to change his gimmick. Um... Sasha Banks and Emma, I, I don't care for either one of them, so we're moving on. Um, let's see, what else am I missing? Lesnar, uh, um, Roman, and Heyman. Oh, okay, so let's talk about that. So you're talking about Braun Strowman, he's beat, he's the, you know, man of all mans or whatever the fuck it is they call him, all this stuff. But yet, they're shitting on Brock Lesnar. They're making him look like a little bitch to him, and I don't like that. I've been a Brock Lesnar fan since they want everybody on this network knows that, and I'm going to say it again. But I don't know why they're shitting on him. And I can tell you what, they can keep on making Braun look strong because when you make him look strong before pay-per-view, they lose at the pay-per-view. Ever notice that? That's probably what's going to happen. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, I like Braun Strowman. I don't like his gimmick. Um, I think that, you know, he could stand to have a face turn. But do I think it should happen right now? No, because they can't afford it. Uh, but I am pissed that they are making Brock look like a bitch to him. And it pisses me off. Because Brock Lesnar is a very good, talented wrestler. And I, I just, I, I don't know what they're doing with him. It just really gets under my skin. Um, let's see what else happened. Um, Goldust and uh, Bray Wyatt and then the whole Finn thing. 
Um, well, as you know, the Rhodes family is a very touchy subject for me, too. Um, I love Goldust. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's underrated as shit. I don't think he's getting utilized. Do I think he needs to hang it up? No. Do I think WWE needs to start stepping it up for him or he's going to be another Cody and leave? Yes. And he should. And he should go somewhere where he will be appreciated. Whether he's on commentary, whether he's in the ring, whether he's a manager, whether he's something. WWE is shitting on him just like they did Cody. And it's pissing me off like no tomorrow. Um, Finn Balor, yeah, great. Kudos for him for coming out and, you know, stick sticking up for Goldust and all that. But Bray Wyatt, golden on the mic. Excellent promos. The shit that he does is freaking out of this world. Uh, I just, you know, I think he is one of the top five best on the mic. Um, You know you want to walk with Elias. I like him. I'm sorry you don't. I mean, but I'm saying, that man has a lot of freaking potential. But they're making him sit there on a damn bar stool and play a guitar that he plays worth not worth a shit and this shitty-ass gimmick when they can flip the script, change his clothes, whatever you need to do, and make him... Uh, he, he, I'm telling you, he, the man has a lot of potential. He really does, and they're not letting him fully fill it because they give him the, the there's, he's stuck with a shitty gimmick. <clears throat> That's just my opinion there again, like everybody else has them. Um, but uh, I'm going to say, let's see, I don't think there was anything else I missed. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this though, and I and I said this at the beginning. However, as you were coming on the line, I mean, it was a nice tribute they did last night for the people of 9/11. Do you think last night, however, and I did this on Raw Radio yesterday with John and Gerard came on later on, and Fonzie was on at the time with me. Do you think they could have done like a special tribute to the people? I mean, they did show clip a video. I mean, a, pictures of it, obviously. But do you think they should have done like a like a moment of silence tribute to the people who lost their lives in Texas and Florida as well, despite the people in Ireland? Because I think they should have done well, something. Yeah, sure, but it, 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 the the fact of hand is, you got to give WWE credit that they even acknowledged it. You know, because a lot of people mm-hmm. don't. You know, they do right. things. Oh like yeah, that. I agree. I agree. So for them acknowledging it, period, to me in my eyes was uh, was very heart touching. Moment of silence, yes, they should have done it and all, but, you know, it's a time factor, I'm sure, for the show. I know that's a piss-poor excuse, but I'm sure that probably does entail into it. Uh-huh. But, like I said, the fact that they even mentioned it at all and remembered and all that was pure class for me. I agree. I agree. Um, I like you and I, you and I, like I said, you and I are definitely agreeing on a good bit tonight on, some, on most things, but not a lot of things, but okay. some things tonight, you know. Well... Hold on, I ain't done yet. I got a few, one more thing to say. I'm sorry, JD. I know that you do not like The Miz. I know that. But damn it, honestly, you got to sit there and you got to give the man credit where credit is due. He's phenomenal on the mic. He is a really good wrestler in the ring. He's come a long way since day one. That man works his ass off. He works very hard for this industry. But yet, everybody wants to give credit to people like Dean Ambrose. No, 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 no. The Miz 
utilizes that title and makes it look a hell of a lot better than Dean Ambrose ever will. I'm sorry. Flat out. Period. And, and you know, <laughs> I know you don't like him, and, and I'm sorry that you don't like him. I, I, I wish that you would learn to like him. Something. I don't know what the w- appropriate words are. But, you know, it's just the Miz is amazing talent, and he always has been, and he always will be. He he brings the charisma, the shit-eating stick, the I love to hate you, hate to love you, all of that shit. He brings all of that to the table in his promos when he gets on that mic. He has fire and passion in him. In behind his words and his and what he says, and every fucking promo he cuts, I don't care how many he cuts, it ain't nothing but heart and soul that man puts into that shit. I'm done. Wow, thank you, like dinner. Or... <laughs> <laughs> hey, George. Yes. Hey. Yes. Yes, sir. That's the main man right here, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, we want to be now have him on the line. The main man himself. <clears throat> let's go ahead and run, let's go ahead and run down, as we always say. He is, of course, the mainstay of the radio network and the CEO of WWS. He's a 2014 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. He is the one. Oh yes, he, he is the only. Indeed, he is the king. NWO GTS himself, the one and the only. Gerard T. Smith has now joined us for number 385 of Revolution. Gerard, welcome the man to the show. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Gerard, uh, any, any thoughts and opinions about uh, last night's Monday Night Raw? Well, can't really remember what happened. <laughs> I got into uh, some beer and some whiskey I was watching it, but by damn it, uh, I blanked out again. So uh, MLD was telling me some stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, the Miz. The Miz, yeah. The Miz is going to have a baby or something. Um, said that or something. Uh, I read that somewhere. Today or something, because everybody saying congratulations to him on Twitter, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" I don't even. Uh, I just blacked out. Well, because I had six beer yesterday, and I had a little, two little shots of whiskey, drank them straight. Nice. And uh, yeah, tits up in the rhubarb. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, there, <laughs> my main man himself right here, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, has already left us here for the evening. Uh, he's playing oh, a game. Holy cow, bedtime comes early, eh? Well, he was playing a game, apparently, and he says he wanted to finish, he wanted to finish playing it. So he says he'll be back on tomorrow night. Did he give up the game for us? You cheeky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I know you I had... Think... Sorry, sorry, Chad. I was going to say real quick. I know you probably had homework with Caleb tonight, Michelle, but did you hear what happened on SmackDown? And if you did... I know we talk about we'll talk about tomorrow night, but oh, I did. Uh, oh, we're not. I don't even, we can't talk about it. Now. We have to talk about it tomorrow, don't we? Yeah, but I'm just. What were you gonna say, Michelle? Sorry about that. Short. I seen it. I yeah. know what you're talking I about. I saw. The, yeah, I heard hey, a little bit of what went hey, down. Hey, right? Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing myself for that tomorrow. Oh, I have a lot to say about that shit. So do I. And we'll talk more about that, of course, during our ascendant re- course on Revolution tomorrow night. Uh, I do have you a say you want a revolution, to... yeah. <laughs> I would like to do before before I do that. Uh, let's hear one more time from the main man himself, the plug, sir, if you please. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press five. Press one. You can talk to us, or us right now. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for GTS. And here's the thing I was wanting to do. Now I know we've already gone through, of course, all the matches that I picked up from the WWE two eighteen roster. However, I wanted to kind of jumble them up a bit and switch, let's say, switch opponents, if you will. Kind of throw you off track a little bitty bit here. Uh, first off, let us do 
the big boss man versus Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Ooh. PTS. Right, childhood, uh, my childhood has flashed before me. One <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Big Boss Man. Okay, MLD. Big Boss Man. JD. I'm going to the Big Boss Man versus who again? Sorry. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yep, Big Boss Man. Well, look, the barber won't be cutting anybody's hair tonight. No, he will not. Yeah, JD. <laughs> I do need a term actually. Now you mentioned things, Michelle. With the shears. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. Now, this one, oh, Lord. I can't wait to hear everybody's reaction to this. Brock Lesnar versus Bret Hart. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew I couldn't wait to hear that. <laughs> GTS. Rock and a hard place, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, hmm. Oh, damn it. This is like a firecracker in a fireplace. Uh, damn it. I've never done this, I don't think, but I'm going to have to say draw. Wow. Yeah, I never drawed before. Didn't know I was a cowboy. Okay. And, guys, um, if I may be permitted to update everyone on the results of the May Young Classic finale, I do have it. All right. I've seen it, but go ahead. Okay, um... All right, did you, did you want? Did you did you hear about it already, or did you want to? I seen it. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Well, I just got enough that on my phone. That's why I was saying. But if you wanted to mention about it, uh, uh, you can you can go ahead and you can say it. Okay. Carrie Sane has won the tournament by defeating Shayna Baszler. Oh I said man! It all along, damn it! Win. Why you wanted the other chick to win MLD? Yeah, I like her. She's a badass. Yeah, you don't like uh, Kira Singh or whatever? Oh, no, I'm not saying I don't. She's great. But I think the other girl, you know, she's been wanting this for so long. She deserves it. Oh, I imagine they'll sign her. And they'll do something with the four horsewomen of UFC and the four horsewomen of WWE. Yeah. Excuse me. Talk about that too. I'm, you know, it sounds more and more like you know the fans may get what they want. I don't know. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. I guess. MLD, your thoughts on Brock versus Brett? Hmm. Holy shit, Batman. Um. I have to stick with my boy, Brock Edward Lesnar. Okay. And J.D.? Lesnar. 
Yes. Whoa. Sound, sounded uh, interesting there, Jason. Okay. All right. Uh, hmm. Michelle may like this next one, and I do, because it's going to involve a very particular impression, if you don't know what I mean. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Because he actually had something to say to you, Michelle, and all that he was talking to me while you were y'all were talking earlier, and I I will admit, I will mention what he says here in a minute. But anyway, let me go ahead and give you the match here: Cactus Jack versus Ipuio Dusty Road, the American Queen. <laughs> GT got your call here. I'll go with Dusty. MLD? Dusty Rhodes. And I'll come to what he said in this matter. I'll get JD's answer. JD? Dusty. Okay. And Michelle, by the way, um, uh, Dusty, come over here a minute, please. Uh, did you want to say something to MLD? Uh, and, yes, I do. Thank you very much. I appreciate Michelle talking about, talking about the fruit of my lawn. Now that I'll do very well in here wrestling. I don't care if it's WWE or Ring On or anywhere else. They're doing they're doing fantastic, and I and I will always learn because like I said, the fruit of my lawn. And thank you very much. Thank you very much for giving them the props that they also deserve. Really, you're not giving them props. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> there you go. For the man himself, Michelle, talk about an honor, yeah. ain't that right? And there you go. <clears throat> okay, next up here, Diesel, and, and as Diesel, Daddy, okay, versus Chris Jericho. Oh, oh motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Or GTS, the a- HFS, I haven't heard that in a long time. What is that? Oh, the dust uh, dust. Fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. GTS, your take here. Oh. Well, I'm going to have to go with my boy, <sighs> Big Daddy Cool. Okay. MLT. Oh, mother son of a biscuit eater. Damn it. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, oh, Gerard, don't kill me, but I have to say Y2J. Oh, biscuits and gravy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds really good right now. <laughs> yeah. JD, your thoughts here? Diesel versus... Uh, Y2J? Big Daddy Cool. Good man. That's it. Okay. All right. Here we go here with another mix-up of matches here. Uh, let us do... Ooh, this is not a bad idea. Let's see. I'll save that one for a second one here. Edge versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Ooh. ETS for take? Um, can I have to go with Edge? Trust me, trust me. Trust. That's his, that was his 
Jake Roberts heel thing, if y'all remember that. MLD? The rated R superstar Edge. JD? Definitely. The Execution Army will be in full force. It will be Edge all night long. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and this one we might blow y'all away. I don't know, but we'll, 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 again, we'll see. Goldberg versus Finn Balor. <laughs> Holy shit, I'd like to see that match, actually. GTS, your thoughts? Finn Balor. <clears throat> MLD? Mm. The Demon King, Balor. Oh, JD? Goldberg and Finn Balor, this would be a tough one because can Goldberg withstand the jackhammer and the spear, however? Uh, I love both, but yeah, I hate to say Goldberg is going down on this one. The Demon Slayer will do it, Mr. Balor. <gasps> So you're simply saying that Finn's going to tell Goldberg that he's next? Is that what, is that what you're saying? Yes. I see. Okay. All right. Next up here. Oh, boy. This. <laughs> uh, hmm. Okay. This is going to be a freaky one right here. Okay. One of these is a match that actually happened. But I'm sure they would maybe not see another rematch of this. I don't know. But, but I'll do this one here first. JBL versus the Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm. BTS. Oh yeah, the Macho Man. <clears throat> MLD. Oh man, this really sucks. Um, I'm gonna say draw. <clears throat> JD. I'm going to say draw two because this is a tough one. Yeah. Well, this one may be, I think, may be an easy pick here. But, but this one, like I said, this is a match that actually <laughs> happened. And uh, so we'll just have to see how this goes again. Kevin Owens versus John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where GTS you is going to go. me. <laughs> Power. Sorry. MLB. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Owens. JD. Yes. KO. Don. Remains dominant yet again. Oh. Okay. All right. Here's here's <laughs> Here's an interesting one here. Mankind versus Rob Van Dam. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> well, pardon me. <laughs> GTS, your take here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> the whole fucking show, RVD. Yo, what I'm watching, I don't want, MLD, do you watch 205 Live? Yeah. Okay, never mind, I won't say nothing then. No, what? It don't matter, tell me, I don't care. I'll probably forget by the time I go to watch it anyway. Uh, Well, I don't think uh, Bredango is going to be on SmackDown anymore, because they're on 205 Live right now. 
Oh, my God. They're killing me with that shit. Ooh. Oh. Utter bullshit. <laughs> so that means Ken uh, Ross, I guess. They gotta start doing something with them. Now they're having him against Drew Gulak. Hmm. Damn, damn, damn. All right, do the next matchup. Yeah. Oh, MLD, do you have an answer for this one? I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. What was it, Chad? I'm sorry. Mankind versus Rodman. Mankind versus RVD. Oh, son of a bitch. Say it again. Uh, uh, damn it. Uh, I'm going to say draw. I can't choose. <clears throat> JD? What's the match again? Sorry. Mankind versus Rob Van Dam. Mr. Monday Night, the whole effing show, Rob Van Dam. Okay. Well, let's try this one and see how this turns out. Randy Orton <gasps> versus Papa Shango. BTS. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with Randy Orton. MLD. Randall Keysart. Oh, God damn it! I can't. <laughs> you're you're you're. What's fumbling, that you're fumbling your lines tonight. <laughs> God, I know. Am I drunk and I don't know it? Gerard, did you put beer to the phone? What the hell? Um, <laughs> yeah, Randall right. Keith Orton, RKO the Viper. Yeah, I like a whole lot. Mm-hmm. She'll have an RKO with extra RKO on the side. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Jay, Jay, we got Randy Bob. versus who again? Papa Shango. Yeah, definitely RKO. He'll because Papa Shango will never see it coming. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let's give it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. That's a good one. Rick Flair. Versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh oh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> yes. GTS yourself. Well, he ain't dead yet, motherfuckers. Woo! <laughs> Rick Flair. He even has too. a shirt that says that now. <laughs> I want one. Look- and looking good as ever, my personal opinion. I'm glad he is. Yes, indeed. Uh, MLD. Rick Flair. JD. Definitely Rick Flair. And it's funny because superstar Billy Graham is said to be pissed about that shirt. I think it's kind of funny. Like, you beat death and then you say, I'm not dead yet, motherfucker. Exactly. I like it. You're right. <laughs> there you go. Only Rick Flair something like that. Now, this one might be a little bit interesting here. <clears throat> Sting versus Shawn Michaels. Ooh. ETS? <laughs> I'm going with HBK. 
MLD. Uh-oh. Duarte's going to hate me again. I had to say Sting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Sting. And she forgot to add the SpaghettiOs to that mix, by the way. Uh, I'll take a bowl of that. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, JD, your Sting versus Shawn Michaels. I love both, but you know what? i got to go with the Stinger. Okay. All right. Next, next up here on the lineup, Tatanka versus the Ultimate Warrior. DTS? Uh, the Ultimate Warrior. I watched his... No, I like uh, the way you said that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I watched the um, the thing that he did for 2K14 the other day, and, that's, and it's still on YouTube. Man, he did that oh, very, very well. He did that very, very well. Yes, uh, MLD? The Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Uh, JD? Pitch me, Warriors! The Ultimate Warrior. Whoa! Okay. <laughs> well, not bad. This one is going to be interesting right here. Triple H versus the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Both saying it's the no, same it's time. The it's, not, like you guys. <laughs> it's not the Hunter Hearst Helmsley version either. It's the game version. Whoa. Yes. Gosh darn. Yes. Oh. Speed drawer or one brain? Yeah. So come we always get in trouble. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me see. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to go with the game, Triple H. Okay. MLD? Oh, shit. Um, shit. Shit. And Shinola. Damn it. Um, I'm going to have to say Triple H, too. Damn it. JD? Yes. As much as I am a fan of the games, however, I think it's a good bit of the games are everyone has a price. And believe me, however, Triple H ought to be wise here and smart here in this case. I think the million dollar man will buy his way to victory. I do believe he's going with Teddy Beyonce. I I'm sorry about that, Teddy. I think I'm yes, very right. you right. there. You were right. Okay. JD's doing the silent treatment. <laughs> I have got the laugh though. Yeah. Okay, here we go here with a couple more. I think uh let me see. I think this match took place <clears throat> last night on Raw, if I'm not mistaken. But we'll talk about it here as if it hasn't happened yet. Bray Wyatt versus Gold Dust. That happened last yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what, well, what's what's your assessment of it? Um, like I said, because remember that's the first time I think they actually wrestled each other. I think so. I think I'm not sure, but but, but your but, but your your take here, GTS, about this. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Okay, MLD. 
Hey, we're playing Little Fortune or Jeopardy. <clears throat> oh, well, that's something. That's something else. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, gonna say draw because I love them both. And JD. I am going to say the bizarre one. pretty good, and it's too bad that John left too early uh, right before we did this. The Undertaker versus Dolph Ziggler. That was going to be Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he says about that, man. You just <laughs> GTS, your take here. Undertaker versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, the Undertaker. MLD. Ah, boy. <clears throat> the Undertaker. AD? Definitely. Dead man walking. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the next set, this next set up right here. Let's see. Oh, yes. Uh, okay, here we go. I got it. Okay. Sami Zayn versus Kalisto. ETS. Uh, Sami Zayn. MLD. Sami Zayn. KD. Dare I say it? Ole. 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 <clears throat> and he uses Ole. Ole. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's terrible. Anyway, next, <laughs> next one up here. Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose. <laughs> he the Lone Wolf. MLD. The Lone Wolf. JD. Definitely the Lone Wolf. Oh, yes, indeed. <clears throat> All right, next up here. Hmm. Oh, this ought to be pretty good. Akira Tozawa. Versus Eric Young. Oh. <laughs> GTS. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Did you, I'm sorry, GTS. Did you say something? I didn't hear you. Sorry. Yeah, Eric Young. Eric Young. Okay. Sorry about that. My apologies. MLD. EY. JD. Definitely EY. Okay. Next up here, Adeo Atami versus Sin Cara. Oh, Christ. GTS. Adeo Atami versus Sin Cara. Oh, God. Nobody. <laughs> Ron comes in and destroys them both. Okay. Okay. MLD. Neither. Okay, JD. Sorry, guys. It's going to be Hideo Atami. Noo Atami. No, no. Oh, and I just did hear something coming in just now. However, apparently, however, 
This is from Jeremy Thomas now, 411 Mania. It says, however, mind you, however, John Jones's B sample from the USC 214 has also tested positive for steroids. Believe it or not. No kidding. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, yeah. It says the result matches of the, of the A sample test. UFC Vice President of Elite, uh, Health and Performance Jeff Davinsky confirmed the results of the MMA junkie. The sample came back positive for metabolites. Uh, I can't even say it. Turin Tur, metabolites. The same steroid found in the pre fight test. As a result, however, Jones faces a ban of up to four years because of the failed test and could end up paying stripped of his title. He will likely go to arbitration with the USADA, which the site reports could take place between three to six months. Of course, his rep said, said he was, instead of any intentional doping, it looks like now that is not going to be the case. Oh, man. So, he so much a, for him fighting Lesnar. Yeah, that's gone. <laughs> yeah, it is. My goodness. My goodness. Yeah. Okay. Next up here, Jinder Mahal versus Connor of the Ascension. BTS, <laughs> <laughs> your thoughts here? I know who MLB is going to pick already. Uh, I'm going to pick the great Mahaja. Oh, my God. And I'm going to put my Mahaja foot up your Mahaja ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, <gasps> MLD. Connor, big sexy Connor. And JD. And you know what? However, Gerard, I mean, I'm like MLD. I am not a big fan of Mr. Steroid himself, Jinder Mahal. However, I am going to go with Connor as well. Oh my goodness. Well. This one, I think, is going to take the cake here, guys. And I think I know where y'all will go with this one, but i got to do this. It looks like the two partners, once again, as we've seen this many, many times before in wrestling, have split up, and they're now going to have to fight each other. Luke versus Butch. Butch. Uh, GTS. Luke. MLD? Neither. MPD? Neither. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, let's see here. Uh, next up here, we got. Oh, okay, okay. Let's have a old. No, I don't like. Ooh. No, I'm looking at this. It, it, it seems interesting to me, but I don't know how y'all would feel about it until. I hear it, and that's why that's why I really get uh, you know tickled and all about everyone's reaction to these matches. Indeed, <clears throat> let's do this one here first. Victor of the Ascension versus Carl Anderson of the Club. <gasps> oh no! DTS. It's just too sweet, Carl Anderson. Yes, sir. MLD. Oh no! <clears throat> Shit. Uh, Carl Anderson. 
AD. Yeah, Carl Anderson. Okay, all right. And once again, just like with the Bushwhackers, unfortunately, this tag team had to split up and now is going to, going against each other actually once again. Sheamus versus Cesaro. Oh, motherfucking shit! GTS. What was this? Cesaro versus Sheamus? Yes. Yeah, we are the bar. Oh, yes, we are. I'm going to have to go with Sheamus. MLD. Oh, fudge, man. That's like, let's like. That's like split me and Gerard up. That's a no-no. But anyways, I'm going to say draw. Okay. JD. Cesaro. All right. All right, next up here. Um, Let's get some women's. Let's mix up some women's matches. How about here, guys? Let's do a few women's matches here. Boobies. Boing. I'm going to have to say, I like the ending of 205 Live. They had a heel turn. Someone turned heel. <gasps> Ooh! Ah! Ah! I want to know who, but my damn phone's dead. <clears throat> damn it! Uh, Jack Gallagher. They turned him heel. Really? Damn! Yeah. Yes! Oh, wow! Yes! That's big. That's big. Yeah. Holy hell! I love it. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. He comes out with his umbrella, and uh, it was uh, Brian Kendrick versus uh, Cedric Alexander, and everybody thought that he was going to attack uh, Brian, but he attacked Cedric. Hmm. Yes, I love it. Oh, my goodness. You have no time. Very interesting. Yes, indeed. So sorry if I busted y'all's eardrums, but I love it. Didn't he just get married? Get <clears throat> Jack Gallagher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he's somebody he just got married or something. Yeah, a couple weeks ago I thought it was, I believe. I heard something about that on the page where we do the history. I thought I saw that there. But... Does she anyway, have an umbrella, too? <laughs> <laughs> she can fly! Yes, but, she can fly! Wait, I can fly! Oh, it could be you. <clears throat> okay. And, uh, we'll, we'll, we will really say this when we do the these ladies' matches here, guys. Sasha Banks versus Emma. Oh, God. <laughs> I do. Damn it, you had to go there, versus didn't you? Who? Emma. Wait, what was it again? Sasha Banks Sasha and then after versus oh, God. Emma. Sasha versus Emma. Oh, dear fucking God. GTS, your thoughts here? Oh, Emma. MLD? Neither fucking one. JD? No one. Oh, okay. All right. Oh! I'm sure you're going to pick the boss. (laughs) Holy Uh, Next up here. Alundra Blaze versus Nikki Cross. BTS. What was it? Alundra Blaze versus Nikki Cross. Uh, uh, Nikki Cross. Excuse me. 
MLD. Oh, excuse me. Nikki Cross. The next woman's champion of NXT, Nikki Cross. Oh, yes. Yeah. Next up here. Oh, okay. Uh, Lita versus Brie Bella. Hmm. He is. Damn it, man. Uh, Lita. MLD. Oh God. Um. Damn it. Uh. <clears throat> I, I. Oh God. Either way, I'm screwed. Um. <laughs> not really. Uh, I have to stick with my, uh, uh, yeah, that Bella Army. I'll be right back. Okay, and I'll go and get J.D.'s pin while we wait, while we wait on that, to wait on MLD. Uh, J.D., Lita versus Brie Bella. Brie. Brie, okay, all right. <clears throat> uh, well, I got to admit last week, how when they did the season premiere of Total Bella's Tower, they showed of her posing for uh, for pregnancy photos how in the nude shoot. I mean, like Daniel Bryan said, I mean, she looks pretty damn good, I gotta say. I mean, very, very classy. Very, very uh, heartwarming, shall we say. Right. I mean, I'm not being smart. I mean, she was good looking. I mean, she was very attractive, very good looking, and damn, that's all I can say. D-A-M. <laughs> Wow. <clears throat> That's all I say is wow. Yeah, if you saw the pose, you would definitely say wow. So everyone's, everyone said that when uh, it was a Nikki and John Cena did the, the, the video about uh, oh, yeah, the Oh, yeah. And Cena cut, uh, broke wind. Cena <laughs> cut the cheese. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Nikki, she starts to uh, dance with the stars this coming week, however. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, I got my money on her. I'm sure a lot of wrestling fans are going to watch it. Oh, yeah, I mean, with Nikki, I mean, you got a good, well, you got stupid Terrell Owens. He's going to fail. Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank's going to be on there. Uh, who else is on there? Uh, Debbie Gibson uh, from the 80s. Uh, the guy from Malcolm in the Middle's on there. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yes, we <clears throat> Yes, we will. Yes, we will. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> let's see. I'm back. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, next up here, guys. Um, the next the ladies' match we got up here. Summer Rae versus Paige. Oh, criminy. ETS. <laughs> Paige. MLD. Neither one. Ooh. JD? My back page just works so well, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And I will say it, however. It will be, however, none other than, however, Paige, because I cannot stand Summer Rae the hoe. I don't know why. She hasn't been on TV in months. I don't know why they're still even holding on to her. Summer Rae the hoe? Yes, Summer Rae the hoe. Summer Rae the hoe. Reminds me of one of Jeff Dunham's puppets. He said, You're the host. 
<clears throat> y'all probably know which puppet I'm talking about too, but I'll I'll explain later. Uh, let's see here. Mm, do one more ladies match, and then we can do a couple. We we can do a couple more uh, men's matches here. Uh, let me see. Uh-huh. Okay. Naomi versus Nikki Bella. PTS. What did you say? Naomi versus Nikki Bella. <clears throat> Bella. MLD. Nikki Bella. JD. The person who will be back on top of the ladder hopefully in 2018 after having a year off, of, uh, well, the rest of the year off, I should say, to deal with her own agenda with marriage and whatnot, uh, Nikki Bella. Okay. And this woman here, we just mentioned her a few minutes ago, and, <clears throat> boy, this may raise some eyebrows. I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see. And, okay, I'll just go ahead and say it. Bailey versus Maurice. <laughs> Accept your hugs, Michelle, and embrace it. You know you want to. (laughs) JD, shove it. (laughs) Maurice. LD. Maurice. Oh, you both are so wrong. I'm sorry. However, we can bark, bark, bark all she wants. However, it's going to be, however, Bailey. We need some hugs in our life, however. We we don't need a poodle. I think King Class is about to strike down on the Iceman here. Just a minute. (laughs) JD, you better run. (laughs) Yeah, like Bray Wyatt. Yeah. You better take Bray Wyatt's advice. Run. Yeah, the GTS will will pass sense, and MLB will provide the will provide the whipping. Whoa! Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Now we go to a few more men's matches here. The British Bulldog versus Mark Henry. GTS. The British Bulldog. MLB. Uh, shit. Um, yeah, British Bulldog. AD? The house, the Hall of Pain is going to be open for business, and Mark Henry is going to put the Bulldog in it. I hate to say it, though. Okay. Okay. Next up here, I think you can call, you can see both these, of course, both these being Hall of Famers, but uh, this might be a pretty interesting match. Diamond Dallas Page versus Freebird, Buddy Roberts. ETS. Buddy Roberts. MLD. DDP. DD. DDP versus who? Sorry. Freebird, Buddy Roberts. I'm gonna go with Buddy Jack. I mean, as much as I like, D- I love DDP. How I, I always believe in Freebird Fantasia. I live on Bad Street, USA. I live Bad Street in the whole USA, shall we say, with Michael PSAs and Terry Gordy, as well. You think that he's the only one that didn't put in this game for the Freebirds? Who's that? 
Gordy. They didn't put him in it. You think they would though, because he was such a damn good wrestler over the years too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't understand that at all. I don't either, but man, I don't. I don't know who. I, I don't know who will have. I'm sure. I'm sure probably might have been family or somebody else, or might have been the opposite. I don't know how they do it. Uh, let me see here. Uh, okay. Oh, we got four big guys here, guys, uh, folks. So. Hold on to your hats for this one. First off, I will be like John. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> yes. Hold on to your butts. That's right. <laughs> Kane versus the Big Show. GTS. I'll go with uh, not that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't know. Uh, Kane, I guess. Okay. MLD. Kane. JD. Make it three. Okay. <clears throat> and maybe came to attack the Big Show while he's having his hip replaced. I don't know, or whatever they're going to do to his hip. So, okay. I think they're going to reattach it. I heard. Oh, that's going to be a big attachment. Yeah. Uh, next up here, Bam Bam Bigelow versus Big Sexy Kevin Nash. Oh, mm. <laughs> I think I know where two. I think two. I know where two out of our three folks here uh, are going to go, but let's hear what they have to say. GTS, your thoughts here? Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Two of my favorites. Ah, oh, that's uh, that's not right. That's not. That's dirty. You're playing dirty now. That's not good. Dirty pool. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to go with Big Daddy Cool, of course. MLD. Kevin Nash. The 2K team, they got Diesel and Kevin Nash as playable characters. Two separate characters. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. JD? Who is it, Nash and who again? Sorry. And Bam Bigelow. It's definitely going to be Big Daddy Cool. Yes, Okay. Ooh, <laughs> once again, we have a feud going on between the Wyatt family and Sanity. This is going to be pretty darn interesting here. Luke oh, Harper, shit. Luke Harper versus Alexander Wolf. ETS. Luke Harper. MLD. Alexander Wolf. JD. Howling at the Wolf, however, hungry like the Wolf is Mr. Wolf, however, Alexander Wolf. Okay. You were using like the Duran Duran song. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord, that was a good song, but I mean, I mean, shoot, I remember that back in the, oh, Lord, what was that, Papa? Uh, <clears throat> next up here, Eric Rowan versus Sawyer Fulton. <clears throat> yes. Sawyer Fulton. MLD. 
Sawyer Fulton. Sawyer Fulton. Sorry. Sawyer Fulton versus who? Eric Rowan. Yeah, Sawyer Fulton. Definitely. Okay. Okay, this is, oh, this is going to be good. These are two right here. <clears throat> William Dane versus Jim DeAnvil Nightheart. GTS? Jim DeAnvil Nightheart. MLD. Who was it again? Sorry. Killian Dane versus Jim DeAnvil Nightheart. Oh, shit. Daddy's daddy. Um, I'm going to say Killian Dane. JD? Definitely Killian Dane. Okay. Uh, you thought that was big. This one, you thought the matches with uh, Bam Bam and Kane and Big Show and Nash were big. This one's going to be right up there with them. Earthquake <laughs> versus Braun Strowman. Oh, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not finished with you. <laughs> LD? Braun Strowman. JD? Definitely Braun Strowman. Okay. Uh, we've got, next one here, we got involving four more Hall of Famers here, guys. The Godfather versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the whole train. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. JD? Sorry, the Godfather is going to be derailed, however, because the hammer is going to lay down the hammer. Oh, Christ, JD. He was the master before he broke Wahoo McDaniel's leg, remember? And, of course, he had that great dog collar match with Piper at Stark 883. You cannot argue that, guys. Next up here, guys. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah, Larry Zabisco versus Eddie Guerrero. Oh, that's a no-brainer. GTS. What was it? Larry Zabisco versus Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Uh... Latino Heat. <laughs> I love the way Jerry Lawler said that. That was funny. Latino Heat. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. MLT. <laughs> oh, Latino Heat. <clears throat> uh, JD. Eddie. Y'all remember the last night Vicky Guerrero was on Raw? She came out to his music. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Watch that the other night, the other day on YouTube. That was what a fitting tribute. What a fitting tribute yep. indeed. On her last night, yes. Next up here, Daniel Bryan versus, and MLD, you mentioned this man here earlier, Mr. Perfect. GTS. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Son of a fucking bitch. Mr. Perfect. MLD? It's just plain fucking perfect, Mr. Perfect. JD? Definitely perfect. Although I was almost ready to go draw, however, I'm definitely going to stay with my original answer, and that is Mr. P himself, the great Kurt Henning. Next up here, 
Rikishi versus <clears throat> the model Rick Martell. Oh, cry me. BTS? Rick the Mar... Mar... Mardo. Rick... <laughs> model. And I think GTS, he still has that arrogance, too, that he's praising around. Yeah, that's right. All right. MLD? Um, I'm going with the only Samoan ever in history I like, and that's Rikishi. <clears throat> huh. Okay. JD? I am going to go with Gerard on this one. However, sorry, Michelle, it's going to be all about arrogance in the model of Rick Martel. <laughs> now, when you got that big ass coming in your face, it ain't. <laughs> yeah, you just spray him with it, though, and blind him. All right, we're going to, let's see here. Mm, yeah, okay. Okay, I think I, I think I got a good one right here. Um there was one from the from the first half of this list that I didn't get to use, and so I'm going to combine it with with one right here. Uh, uh, um, uh, one of them, I hope Gerard does not hate me for for this, uh, and if he does, may, may the Lord forgive me, Lord forgive me for it. Uh, okay, let me see how I can do this. Okay, first one I'll do is Lex Luger versus Samoa Joe. Oh. Oh my fucking goodness. <laughs> oh. Uh Samoa Joe. MLD. Neither. J D. Samoa Joe. Yeah. And when I said that, I think there's one. There's going to be one on here that Gerard is going to kind of hate me for doing. This is going to probably be the one here. And Gerard, first off, before I do this, I will like to ask for your forgiveness ahead of time. <laughs> oh boy, I'm on. I'm going to expect this. Luke Gallows versus Razor Ramon. Oh, <gasps> you dirty, dirty bastards! <laughs> Let me get let me make sure my heart goes back down to my chest. It's in my throat. Okay, yeah, there you go. 
yeah. yeah. Next up here, uh, a couple couple more uh, ladies matches here. Um, let's see, Nikki James versus Natalia. Oh God. ETS. Uh, Natalia. MLD. Mm, Natalia, I guess. JD. Definitely, Daddy. Okay. Next one up here, Ivory versus Becky Lynch. BTS. Uh, MLD. Neither. JD. My girl continues to get screwed over, doesn't she? And I hate it, and she should be with me, damn it. Becky Lynch. Okay. All right. All right. The next one up here that we'll do is, let me see here. Oh, that's, oh, okay. Tamina versus Alexa Bliss. Ah! <laughs> E.T. <laughs> Little Miss Bliss. MLD. Little Miss Bliss. J.D. You talk about Samoans out, sorry to disappoint you guys, but guess what? To me, it's going to squash her like a June bug. Whoa! Okay, next up here. Oh, this is going to be, this would be very interesting indeed. Jacqueline versus Ember Moon. Ooh, damn. ETS. Uh, Amber Moon. Damn, that's damn, damn, damn. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna say Jackie. <clears throat> uh, JD. Yes, there will be an eclipse. Sorry, Jacqueline. You're a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong. You're a good wrestler, but Ember Moon's coming for you. Okay. Next up here, guys. Um, two t- two uh, tag two tag teams. Uh, <clears throat> actually, uh, we're going to, like I said do one on one matchups with these folks here. First off, here, Carrie Von Eric versus Jimmy Huso. Oh Christ! BTS. <laughs> Carrie Von Eric. MLD. Von Eric. JD. The Texas Tornado, the modern day warrior, Mr. Carey, Von Eric. Uh, Jimmy's brother, Jay, versus Carey's brother, Kevin, Von Eric. Kevin. LD. Same. <clears throat> Pardon me. JD. Definitely same. Okay. Uh, next up here, ooh, okay. Mojo Raleigh versus AJ Styles. Oh, son of a bitch. What did you say? Jeez. Mojo Raleigh versus AJ Styles. Oh, AJ Styles. MLD? I love Mojo, but I have to say AJ Styles. <clears throat> I lost my Mojo. JD? <laughs> I'm going to say 
the phenomenal one, the champ that runs the camp, the face that runs the place, the one and only Mr. AJ Styles. Yes. Next up here, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Zack Ryder. Fuck me. I sw- oh, sorry, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. 
and they've had some history. And speaking of Mick, hopefully he he is still recovering from that knee surgery he had this week. BTS. It's time! It's time! It's Vader time! Sir. <laughs> MLB. Mick Foley. JD. You know what? I'm going with Gerard on this one. How I think it's going to be the uh, next uh, Hall of Fame recipient of 2018, Vader. Okay, and here's the other one here. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus the other Rude, Ravishing Rick Rude. BTS. What is it? Ricky Steamboat versus Ravishing Rick Rude. That always pays to be rude. Regardless of how long ago it was or just recent. Isn't that right, GTS? That's right. That's right. MLD. Well, I'm going to shock hello all y'all. I'm going to say Rick Rude. Wow. Well, I wonder if, Michelle, that is in dedication to your mom, since your mom was a fan of the Rapture. Yes, that, and I know Gerard's a big fan of his, too. KD? Fan of both of these guys, you cannot argue it, however. But at the end of the day, however, I mean, they had that great, of course, 30-minute Iron Man match in 92. Uh, I'm going to say, actually, and you're going to be shocked, however, however. I mean, I love the Dragon. I love Rude. But you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I will say it here and now. I'm not afraid to say it. It will be Rick Rude. Right. Holy shit. Holy cow. I know. Hard. I mean, I'm a Dragon supporter, you know, but I, I mean, I think Rude gets uh, payback this time. I really do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a few more here and all, and I, and I can't find my other list, so we'll have to do that other one here later on. But I did find a few more here. Do those before we <clears throat> call it an evening here. Chad uh, Gable versus Neville. Oh, fuck. <laughs> King Neville. MLD? Uh, the king of the cruiserweights, Neville. <clears throat> the man who's going to put Enzo Amore down, however, and no mercy and show no mercy. The king of kings of the cruiserweight division. Yeah, Neville. It's going to be Neville and Enzo. Simply, how you doing? <laughs> Okay. All right, and another one right here. We have Apollo Cruz versus the Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger. Woohoo! That's my man. UTS. <laughs> perfect. Perfect Ten. That's J uh, MLD. Sorry about that. I forget mix up my D's here. Oops. <laughs> okay. I was uh, like, don't you dare skip me. No, um, no, I was mixing up the D's there. I don't know what happened. The, both y'all, the initials end with the D's. I mean. Uh, the, the sexiest Canadian perfect ten, Ty Dillinger. JD. And I will say Ty Dillinger as well, who they crapped all over tonight, literally, on SmackDown. Yeah. And we'll talk about that tomorrow night there as well. Uh, another ladies match here, guys. Nia Jax versus Dana Brooke. <laughs> ETS. Nia Jax. MLD. I'm going to say Dana Brooke. JD. 
the next women's champion, the monster Nia Jax, at least till Oscar comes, and then Oscar will take the belt off of her. Well, well, JD, what an interesting segue you had there. Oscar versus Carmella. Oh God! GTS. Oscar. And LD. Oscar. May we ask a question? JD. What I forget what they call her in NXT. How are the I call her the Japanese female warrior. And uh, the uh, she is the toughest as nails diva. However, she is. Uh, what do they call? Her? I can't remember. However, something. Oh, really... uh, something from tomorrow, is it? Yeah, I know. You, yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. Uh, it, it will be Oscar. Okay. All right. Dash Wilder versus Shane Thorne. BTS. What did you say? Dash Wilder with the Shane Thorne. Fuck the revival. Yes, Dash Wilder. Fuck the revival. <laughs> uh, JD. It will be, however, the same thing. AMLD, do you hear? Well, I don't. It's not confirmed, but Adam Page might be going to NXT. Shut your face hole. Are you serious? That's what they were saying, but. The Empress of Tomorrow, mm. that's what you're saying, Gerard. That's the name. Empress of yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. And she will be the Empress. Well, then, because uh, the Young Bucks keep saying, where's Adam Page? And they said that. Uh, WWE took away, they're not allowed to say fuck the revival anymore. They can't, they can't say suck it anymore. Uh, Adam Page, or the hangman's gone, and Christmas is going to be ruined. Well, they could. They I could, love this, dude. You could, you could make his debut on Thursday night, though, because they're doing the NXT tapings. Coming up. You know what? I want Adam Page to join his brother in arms, Adam Cole. The next four horsemen yeah. are in Ring of Honor. It's going to happen. And the perfect game for that tag team would be the Garden of Adam. I want yeah, but he, they got their little group because he's ROH too, so you could keep adding, keep adding right. the, the ROH guys to to that group. There you go. That's it. Kind of like the NWO did with WWE, right? They added mostly like all the end or the WWE guys. Yeah. So this mm-hmm. group could add all the ROH guys. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It does sound good. Uh, the other part of this equation here: Nick Miller versus Scott Dawson. Who the hell is Nick? Oh, who's Nick Miller? TM TM six one. Oh, okay. Fuck the revival. <laughs> <laughs> MLD. Young Bucks can't say it anymore, but damn it, I can. 
<laughs> and damn it, so can I. Scott Dawson, fuck the revival. Uh, JD. Yes, and I will say, say some. Okay, next up here. <clears throat> All right. So we'll do it this way, okay? Um, I'm hoping I pronounce this right. Occam of the Authors of Pain versus Jimmy Jam Garvin. Oh, wait, did you just say Authors of Pain? Akin. Akin from the Authors of Pain. Oh, Versus Jimmy Jam Garvin. Of course, Freebird Jimmy Garvin. Uh, Jimmy Jam. Yeah, MLD. Same. JD? It's going to be Akam, believe it or not, however. Sorry. You're going against the Freebirds. I can't believe it. you got to be kidding me. Nope. Sorry. He's going against the blank fabulous Freebirds. I know. Jimmy Sham better hope for me. I America. thought you lived on... Uh, I do live on Freebirds, but I'm telling you right now how I think Jimmy Sham should be a little bit over his head, though. Because <laughs> I think you're going to see... The authors of Pain maybe up pretty soon because I think they're going to be going after maybe the fashion police soon. What I no, 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 and no, no, no. Shut your mouth. I'm sorry, but that's what I've been hearing. Okay, all right, JD. I know you're going to hate me for that, Michelle. Sorry, but these are their cowboy MLDs. Won't tie you for the big bastards for nothing. <laughs> Next up here. Oh, by the way, the Fashion Police was actually the last ones who who, who did the last part of the roster reveal for 2K18. I love them. Yes. Uh, next up here, Rezar, I guess how you pronounce it, of the author. Yes, Rezar. Versus Freebird Michael Hayes. Michael Hayes. Yes, sir. <clears throat> MLD. Hayes. JD? Oh, yeah, Michael P.S. Hayes all day. Now you go with the free bird. <laughs> I can't believe it. He moved back to free bird. The Fantasia. Fantasia or whatever. <laughs> That's right. You got to hear that song, Free Bird Road, that Michael Hayes did about Terry Gordon. It is good. Bird. It is good. I've heard it. It's really good. It is right. awesome. If I've seen the video on YouTube, it's awesome. Trust me. And I'm going to do two triple threat matches here, guys, to uh, end this little round right here. Let's see here how I can do this. Okay, okay I got it. I know I can do it right here. Tommaso uh, Ciampa versus TJ Perkins versus Johnny Gargano. Oh, shit. BTS. Ciampa. MLD. Why you do that to me? <laughs> um, God. <laughs> Can I pick two? <laughs> um, Chiampa. How do you pronounce his last name? Chiampa, you got it. Chiampa. Okay. I was about to pronounce it Chiampa. I don't know why, but I did. Uh, uh, JD, your thoughts here? I'm gonna say Johnny Wrestling. That, that's Gorgano, Wait a minute, right? you got Johnny Wrestling and then you got Johnny Impact. It's Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. I know, but you see what I'm saying? It's kind of close. Yeah, it's close. 
You're right. And the last one here, guys, Cedric Alexander versus Roderick Strong versus Jason Jordan. <laughs> That's easy for me. those bastards done? He ain't going to win this. GPS, <laughs> <laughs> you're tight, my man. Roderick Strong. Uh, MLD? One of the loves of my life, Roderick Strong. NJD? Yeah, Roderick Strong's going to win. All right, guys, thank you very much here. Like I said, and uh, we'll try doing a little bit more with some of the others that I have here. Uh, Try to do some here. Hopefully tomorrow night we can, I think. So on that note here, guys, I do want to thank everyone here for joining us here tonight for a very big-time extended edition here of Episode 385 of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution. And we'll be back, of course, tomorrow night with a Triple Threat Wednesday. Uh, outside of the ropes, one four one three eight seven pound. Uh, wrestling debate, one three nine nine two five, and of course, revolution one more time, one three eight zero five five. And you know, as of tomorrow, we will be fourteen episodes away from four hundred. Yes, we will. Oh man, revolution is growing more and more each time. There are already revolutions up to that point. My goodness, indeed. GTS, my man, take us home. Alrighty, this has been another episodic episode of WCW US Revolution Players in the Game are as the following Chad the Boss and Chad, the very cocky lady MLD, JD the Iceman, John the Human Suplex Machine, and last but not least, King NWO GTS. Have a great night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And see you in the ring.